Your Steve Jones Show podcast will start shortly. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Brewers Outlet, your beverage supermarket on Reagan Street in Sunbury. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. You know, let's uh, give Brewers Outlet credit for the ability to see into the future. Remember back in, what was it, March? They said, hey, if, if you guys could make a big deal out of ice-cold slushies, that would be great. Now we've been in this 90-degree heat wave for a period of time here. And with each passing hour where it's been over 90, those six flavors of slushies look better and better and better every minute. Now that's, Corey, that's foresight, my man. That is foresight. Maybe like a nice ice-cold beer this weekend. We've got it. Imports, domestics, microbrews. Maybe wine cooler. Water, soft drinks, snacks. They roast their peanuts fresh and hot every day. And the pickle bar led by the barrels and the dills. Indeed, second to none. Along with great six flavors of slushies, all at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street, and Sunbury. The beverage supermarket. And we're in the Sunbury Motors studio, Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia, Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. And Ford, Lincoln, Kia, Hyundai. Great pre-owned inventory. All at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf and online at sunburymotors.com. Our play-by-play call of the day. No doubt in my mind, it'll happen again. Second and two. Uh-oh. Brady gets hit. The ball is out. And Philadelphia has it. Derek Barnett comes away with it. Brandon Graham was one of the guys who got in there. And it's New England's only turnover of the game. And it's the first sack of the game. And that's Al Michaels. Along with Chris Collinsworth, the Eagles win the Super Bowl. Now Brady has the ball at the end of the game. Matt Catrillo, what are you thinking? He's going to go down and score, and the Eagles are going to lose. (laughs) (laughs) And they got all that pressure on him, and Brandon Graham was tremendous. He was tremendous that whole season. Ten and a half sacks. Yeah, stripped him of it. Oh, 2009 Penn State went in and just took apart Michigan up at the big house. Took them apart. And I remember saying to Jack after the game, I said, Brandon Graham's the only player they have on defense. I said, he's the only player that would play for Penn State. All right. The Big Ten has decided that should the college football season happen, it'll be conference games only. And with that, we bring in Mark Brennan from 247 Sports. Mark, welcome back. Great to have you with us. 
Yeah, and that's, you know, when people talk, you know, it, it, I think a lot of people don't realize that. I think a lot of people say, oh, you know, why is Penn State playing Kent State? Or why is Penn State playing Akron or Eastern Michigan or whomever? And, you know, thinking that that's just a quote-unquote cupcake game. And and that it, it's really that's all part of keeping college football vibrant and healthy. I mean, I, that, they may be over-exaggerating a little bit, but it really does keep those small smaller college athletic departments going. I mean, um, when when a team is able to come in here and make a couple of million bucks, that goes a long way toward toward their budget, and, and you know, and not just for football, but across the board and at those smaller schools. So, again, that's the they're, they're the ones who are taking the hit here, and, and your heart definitely goes out to them because there are a lot of good players, a lot of good coaches, a lot of good administrators down at those levels. Yeah, look at the draft. Draft will tell yeah, you that all I mean. exactly that there are a lot of good players there. That turned out that's where they went, and it worked out great for them. Uh, well, and then also think, Steve. You know, it's it, listen. It's going to be tough when Penn State was struggling a little bit through the sanctions. Yes, you know those teams may they, those teams may have had a chance, but you know if you look across the board, when those teams are going up against middle of the pack Big Ten teams. You know, a lot of times they have a legitimate shot to win, and not only do they have a shot to win, a lot of sometimes they actually do win. That's right. And some of those are really good games, and, and some of them are, uh, you know, David taking on Goliath within a state. You know, whether it's one of the directional Illinois playing Illinois or one of the directional Michigans playing somebody, uh, th- those are there's something to those games, and that's that's the sad part. And then obviously, you, you know, you hate it to see the intersectional matchups going away that's but but listen you have to you have to do what you have to do i mean how much fun would it have been to cover penn state at virginia tech yeah you know that would have been that's a game we haven't seen which is amazing i can't i can't understand how that game has never happened before uh, but that that would have been a whole lot of fun to see, a lot of these games. I mean, Ohio State at Oregon. I mean, uh, it's too bad that we're missing out on them. But, you know, I think sacrifices obviously need to be made if you hope to have any sort of football. And that's what I think people have to kind of wrap their head around. Uh, and it's not just with this Big Ten scheduling. I think it's everything. I think, you know, and I don't want to be political here, but if you want football in the, in the fall, people have to start using their heads and, and using common sense just in normal everyday life because I think there's an extension there. There's It could make an impact. I think I've said that on this show how many times in the past four months? Uh, well, that's, uh, what I don't get, Steve, it's the, I don't get the politics of it. I mean, I just think at some point follow what your head is telling you is common sense. And, and yeah. it's again, even like the, the dumbest argument uh, for people wearing a mask is so that we can have college football because there are much more important ones. And again, I'm sorry if I'm getting political, but there are much more important arguments, people's health and everything else. But even if even if you just want it to boil down to that, I would say just use common sense and, and maybe things will get back to, to quote-unquote normal or as normal as possible a little bit quicker. Well, what you're being, do, being asked to do is to wear a mask and social distance and wash your hands. Okay, that's what you're being asked to do. I, I know. And I, I, okay, that's not an extensive long list. It's a, it's a common sense list, right? Which benefits everybody. It doesn't just. It doesn't matter about the football thing, the basketball thing. It's just a life thing. 
Yeah, and truth be told, Steve, I was I was social distancing before any of this happened and washing my hands. So the only thing I have to worry about is the mask. I was avoiding people at all costs anyway. <laughs> See, it was the other way around with me. People were avoiding me. All right, so there you go. <laughs> so something about me that they were trying to avoid. So the only thing I've had to adapt to is uh, is the mask. Uh, okay, uh, some people have said that. Uh, 10 games buys you time. Wouldn't you rather start playing earlier when it's warmer? I that's I, I sure would think so. And then I think also if you start playing earlier, then you have the flexibility da- down the road. Yes. Right? I mean, yes. If you, so if something happens where you can't have a game, well, then maybe there's an opportunity to reschedule it later. So I just think you want to get as much – if this if, if they're able to pull this off, and I hope they are, uh, safely – I mean, that's obviously the key. But I would think you want to try to play as much as early as possible and then, you know, leave yourself some flexibility later on. And I think it's going to be really interesting um, to see what they come up with with respect to scheduling, with, with respect to team travel, and with respect to that flexibility. Is there going to be flexibility built in? Because I think some of these... Uh, sports that we're seeing now that have already started. Um, I don't know how much you followed the uh, the TBT tournament. DJ Newbill is actually playing now, by yeah. the way. Uh, yeah, but, I followed. You know, it, yeah. yeah, there are teams that are that, that basically were just eliminated when a few guys tested positive. So there's there's zero flexibility, and that's just the way they feel they have to do it. And I, you know, it's the same thing with the soccer. And I, you, you can't be critical of it because these are the people who are dipping their toe in the water first with this. But it's going to be interesting to see how much the Big Ten and other conferences maybe learn from this and if they are able to build in some flexibility to the schedule. Right. And, uh, I've, you know, there have been rumors of 10 games, 13 weeks. Well, those three bye weeks, I think, could be rescheduled weeks if you need them. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, also, the uh, NCAA vice president of basketball, Dan Gavitt, who, by the way, has done a great job. Uh, it says college football not directly affecting basketball for now that the season is still on schedule. Uh, that's another one down the road that's going to have to uh, need a long, hard look of maybe possibility of just doing conference games too. Well, yeah, and do they push it back even further? Yeah. I mean, right. see, it would seem to make more sense. It would seem, I don't want to say easy, but maybe easier for basketball to shift its season more toward the spring. Um, and then only play conference-only games. Um, you know, the, the issue with, with basketball, you know, is there's so much more travel involved. And I, I just think that's going to be the real tricky part with college hoops. Uh, they are really going to have to figure out the travel end of this um, with, uh, with all these other sports, you know, the soccers and volleyball mm-hmm. and everything else, uh, because there is so much travel. Now, obviously – you know, Penn State charters uh, when they go, as, as you well know, because you're here on the charters. <laughs> yes. But I just think there's so many different things involved with traveling that much more. For football, let's face it, I mean, there are going to be, you know, what, four or five road games, you know? Right. That's completely different from basketball, where you're not only worried about traveling, you're worried about hotels, you're worried about everything else. But hopefully by that time, there's a vaccine. Who knows? 
but that is, to me, when you look at basketball, that's why I think it's a little bit different than football. Uh, the vaccine part, and I think we've, everybody said this from day, day one, is, is the confidence builder. Yeah. Right? I didn't say game changer. It's a confidence builder. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I think that gives you, as you said, you know, if you have the vaccine and then you're you're going into it at a whole different level, right. you're entering it at a whole different level of, of hopeful, hopefully safety, and that's the huge key. So are they able to get that the first quarter of next year, and how does that impact, uh, you know, what, what they're able to do scheduling-wise with some of these teams, some of these sports? You've had an opportunity now on Zoom calls in the last couple of weeks to uh, hear from players. Uh, Jonathan Sutherland, Jesse Lucetta, Zach Kuntz. What's been your impression from them? I, I, I go back to uh, the way these guys talk about this stuff. I mean, I just can't even imagine being 18, 19, 20, you yeah. know, 21 years old and being able to talk about, you know, the COVID stuff. Uh, the social injustice stuff, you know, all this stuff. They all do a really good job. It was really enjoyable to talk to Jesse Lucetta and, and Jonathan Sutherland, uh, two Canadians, uh, especially Lucetta, about, you know, his worries about actually being able to get back into the country. Now, it turned out not being an issue for him. Right. But he was able to tell some pretty good stories about where he was working out and, you know, what it was like coming back and how Penn State had to send somebody to pick him up. But, you know, I do think, I think I may have mentioned this when we've spoken before, Penn State's done a really nice job of making these players available. And, and I think that they have done a great job of representing the program and keeping the program in the news yeah. uh, as all this kind of stuff is, is going forward. They've also done a really nice job of explaining how Penn State's going about this phased return to voluntary workouts, about all the safety precautions that are being taken. So they've done a good job of kind of representing and explaining the process as they kind of go through it. Well, I think part of it, too, is they've done a great job of recruiting not just really good players, but they've recruited some really good people who over time have a great ability to express themselves and represent the program well and guess what that's really important well and that's where it comes down to and this was one thing that joe paterno was really good at as well you're not just recruiting the kids you're recruiting the family that's right you know and uh, uh, you know when you talk when you hear pj mustafer you know (laughs) speak about some of the racial injustice or or cj thorpe get up in front of a crowd and talk yep yeah, I think I had mentioned this to you. I, I, you know, I have a daughter who's 18. Oh my goodness! If my kid was ever in a position <laughs> that she had to do that and came across that way, the level of pride the parents must have—that's right. But I do think that's important. You know, now not every kid comes from a great background. That's right. You know, some some kids come from tough backgrounds, and it's a building process. But you can see with some of these kids, you know, you, you know, <laughs> you get a good sense for kids who were raised well uh you know one of the guys that i loved interviewing the most was lavar arrington yeah and and to this day i love talking to him because he always he always spoke his mind and he's very super duper intelligent very very uh great sense of humor and you know it wasn't until i forget i interviewed him for an app on or, or something like that one time and realized his dad was a military guy yeah and it's like oh okay now it clicks 
he so Lavar had this uh, really big personality, but he also had a level of respect that he projected, and he does to this day. Yes. I mean, if I see him, it's like, hey, sir, how's it going? It's like, what are you doing? Call me, sir. Stop that. But yeah, so I I think you look not only at the players, but also at the parents a lot of times. No, I get Steve. I don't get sir. <laughs> so. <laughs> Maybe that's a that's another level of respect, I think. There you go. Hey, always a pleasure, Mark. Appreciate it very much. Thanks. See you, Steve. All right. Mark Brennan, 24-7 Sports. We'll take a break. Come back with more in a moment. Brought to you by Brewers Outlet here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Party time, game time, or just fun time. Doesn't matter what time it is because it's Brewers Outlet time. The Beverage Supermarket has the area's largest beer selection. Imports, microbrews, ciders, and domestics. Pick from over 100 ice-cold 12-packs and dozens of 24-ounce singles. Soda, snacks, hot sauces, fresh roasted peanuts. Make it one-stop party shopping and don't forget the pickle bar. So whatever you're celebrating or just doing it up, Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street, Sunbury wants to see you. And thank you for your years of patronage. King in the next half hour. Haven't heard from the King in two weeks. Thanks to Mark Brennan, J.P. Finley. We've uh, talked about the Washington football nickname change. Still no decision yet. And with Mark Brennan about the conference-only fall schedule for all the Big Ten sports. And, of course, that is if we can get there. And, uh, yeah. So, we, you know, you have to... With all this, as I've pointed out from day one, so there's no difference between what I'm going to say now and what I said back in March. I go out and I take it one day at a time. One day at a time. One step at a time. And so here we are on July the 10th. Big Ten took this step. Let's see if this step can hold. Uh, Next up, they'll be doing more work with the players on Monday. And two weeks from today is when they're allowed to do some on-field work with the players. No pads. They will be allowed to use a ball. Um, And I'm not being silly when I say that. In other words, instead of just doing pure, pure walkthrough, you're at least allowed to use a ball. Uh, and no pads for anybody out there. Uh, if a player wants to opt out, they don't lose their scholarship. That's standard in the Big Ten. By the way, Buster Posey opted out today. Uh, Major League Baseball's testing. They Major League Baseball came back with their testing. You want to know what their testing results were? 1.8% positive. That means 98.2% came back negative in baseball. Buster Posey and his wife are adopting two infants who are in the um, needle natal intensive care unit. And he decided because of that, he's he's going to opt out. 
Now, Buster Posey, I know he's coming off a 257 year. I got that part. Uh, he's a really good player. I mean, in fact, a terrific player. There's no getting around it. But that's one thing that, uh, when it comes to baseball, uh, baseball doesn't have any LeBrons. I mean, Trout's a terrific player. Mookie Betts is a terrific player. Kershaw's a terrific player. A lot of them. Really terrific players. Kristen Yelich, Aaron Judge. I always have to make sure I mention Aaron Judge because it makes Matt happy. Here, I'll make you happier. Gary Sanchez. Oh, actually, you don't need to mention his name. I love to be honest with you, I like Gary Sanchez. Gary Sanchez is a, a reason why teams win. Good hitter, terrible catcher. He needs to learn how to no block doubt. the plate. Not a, not a great catcher. I got that part. But boy, when he comes to the plate, you perk up a little bit, don't you? In most cases. But they don't have like a, a rock star like LeBron. Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. I think I was going to hire him as my agent. That might be out now. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a big contract year. <laughs> it's kind of hoping that one would be lost and buried. Careful, like the boss ES- man's listening. It's like that ESPN special. I told you that story, right? Yes. About the Rose Bowl? Oh, really? I can't hear more about the parade in the game. I'm watching ESPN, and they're doing a history of the Rose Bowl, and I pop up on the screen, and I'm like, going, oh. I'm like, and I say that. Oh. <laughs> I don't feel so good. <laughs> Did I really say that? And you're, the oddity about that special. I was in on that thing like three or four other times. I can't remember a single word I said in the other sound bites, but I remember that one. Today's show brought to you by Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. Imports, domestics, microbrews, best selection of beer anywhere. Stock up for the weekend. Wine coolers, water, soft drinks, snacks. They roast their peanuts fresh and hot every day. The pickle bar, led by the world-famous barrels and dills, indeed second to none. And Corey, once again, who has the ability to see into the future, said, I predict there's going to be a long, hot summer. Let's get slushies. Six flavors of slushies now. Ice cold. At Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street, and Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. I'm in the Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. And online at sunburymotors.com. Lincoln, Kia, Hyundai. Great pre-owned inventory. Sales staff, fabulous. Great deals to be had. And a service department that protects it the life of the vehicle. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia Roots 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf and online at sunburymotors.com. Ladies and gentlemen, we welcome in the king. What up? King. How's it going? Just what like to point to? out that Matt this week remembered you were on. 
Matt had a good vacation. That makes me happy. So yes, I did. That's a good deal. So I'm going to try and get to the Cape this year. So well, you're one up on me. Are you going to the Cape? No, I was supposed to be out last week, and uh, we had to cancel. Yeah, because of the pandemic. Uh huh. Because of the pandemic. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's pretty tough. Any new word on the Big Ten? Just uh, it's going to be. Uh, should they play? It'll be all conference games, no non-conference games. Yeah, I'm afraid it's going to. I think the Ivy League kind of broke the ice, and now just like they did with the well, basketball tournament. You know? Well, uh, yes and no. I mean, look, I don't, you know, to be honest with you, with the Ivy League thing, all right. No offense, but the stakes are different. Oh, there's uh, no question. They, they don't I mean, have the, TV the, contracts. They don't have all that stuff. Right. But so they can. It's they can, not the reason they did it. You know. Well, they did it. Well, Harvard's not. Harvard's doing all virtual teaching. They're not even letting their students back on campus. Yeah, and that's happening so, in a lot of places. So. I mean, as of you know, right I'm now, the world's worst businessman, right? I, I mean, I give everything away, and you know, I did buy a new machine. So that's kind of neat. But oh, good. One thing in business that you cannot do is the most dangerous thing is spend money and have unknown. And that's just a formula for disaster. And that's what's going on now, you know. The, the, the colleges are trying to practice in every sport. and But the unknown is whether they'll play or not. And it's really hard for the regular person who does not like sports or not necessarily like sports but follow it the way we do to sit back and watch their kids paying unbelievable amounts of money and yet they're taking classes at home and then hear that the colleges are losing money yet the players are practicing yet they don't know if they'll even be on campus in two months. Nobody can say yes or no. And that's the unknown. And I'm just of the opinion, you got to cut this down. you got to cut it out. You start, you're going to lose money no matter what you do. There's no question. And if they don't play, you're going to lose even more money because you tried to play. And you don't have any control over that trying to play. No control. If the virus comes, it comes. There's nothing you can do about it. And that's why it's... And a lot of critics, both ways, conspiracy theories, both ways, then I feel a lot about the conspiracy theories, too. But you can't do anything about it. They're going to clamp down. And I don't know. It's frustrating. So... Well, that's we why I've talk said about I, something else, you know. I mean, that, that's why I've said since day one. I take it a day at a time, and let's just see what what the day brings. You can only yeah, do these I, things a step just, at a time. That's all I can do. But sometimes that one step at a time is costing the college millions of dollars that they can't get back. You know, so why not just say, you know what, this this isn't going to happen this year. You know, we've already lost how many games? At least three. You know. And then look uh, what it does to those out-of-schedule teams. 
those are big money games well, for them. Well, they lost. Well, that's you know? that's who's going to that's who's going to get hurt because the Big Ten will, uh, the Big Ten probably not assuredly, but probably will add a conference game to get to ten. Um, but it's Kent State and San Jose State. Uh, I've told the story. I'll repeat it here. Yep. Coppin State, um, back in the day, good basketball program. You know, for you know, in the MEAC, small, yep. right? One year they went to Pittsburgh and beat South Carolina, a 15 beating a number two in the NCAA tournament. The coach was Fang Mitchell. Well, Fang Mitchell was not only the coach at Coppin State, he was the athletic director. And one year, it was a year Penn State played them out in uh, Cal Berkeley. Uh, Penn State lost to Cal in the opening round and then played them for third place. The, uh, That year, Fang Mitchell, the opening 14 games of the season, they didn't play a single game in Baltimore. No home games. Because Fang Mitchell, the athletic director, needed the money and the guarantees. So Fang Mitchell, the basketball coach, had to go along with Fang Mitchell, the athletic director, and play 14 straight away from home to open the year. Wow. And that's that. That is life for a smaller school. Kent State, in other words, 11 Mid American Conference teams. There were going to be 11 games involving a Mid American Conference team and a Big Ten team. 11. They're going to lose out on all that guaranteed revenue. And that's going to hurt. Now, should the Big Ten play, the Big Ten can at least deflect the deficit, not wipe it out, but deflect the deficit with its TV money. Right. That's how they, they can deflect it. Um, and everything depends on where you are. So far at Penn State, there have been no, so far, there have been no positives. So far. Indiana so far, no positives. Maryland so far, no positives. Wisconsin, I believe, so far, no po- no positives. Right? You know, Nebraska, Michigan, so far, everybody's, except for Ohio State. And I'm not going to get into it, but believe it or not, I have found out through the grapevine what the circumstances were behind the positives. Uh, they'll be back in business probably the end of next week. Yeah, but the, so, it doesn't really matter how they got it or where they got it. Or oh yes, it does. Oh yes, it. it does. Oh yes, it does. Believe me, Why? it does. If the players are sick, the players are sick. It's not. What's the difference? It wasn't. It wasn't from working out. Well, it doesn't matter how they get it. Yes, it's it does. The question of getting yeah, yes, it, no, and no, then no. Passing yes, it, it on actually, to somebody actually, yeah, else actually, yes, it does. Compromise. No, no, no. It does matter how they get it. Okay, okay. Right. If you're getting it in a practice situation or a workout situation, that's a problem. If it's done in a social irresponsibility way, a socially irresponsibility way, that can be controlled. You're losing me. <laughs> I, I, I don't. How, how do you control an invisible virus that can pass from person to person and not even know it? 
Yeah, but they they were not getting they were not testing positive. Okay, until they went out on the went out in the town. You're right. That's my point. So what happens when the students come back to campus and you're getting kids well, that's from what all you're over the country about. coming in? You Are assume. they going to put all know. the players in a box somewhere? Don't know. Don't know. It's we're impossible. Gonna, They're 18, we're 19, 20-year-olds. We're all going to have to find out. We're also going to have to find out how many Jimmy Johnsons are out there, too. How many what? Jimmy Johnsons. Oh, the race driver? Yeah. He tested positive, uh, just, and he's it, like, I it, feel great. I don't get this. Then he tested negative three times in a row. Like, okay, so he's back racing this weekend. I mean, we just don't know with this. I mean, part you know, part of it when it comes to athletes, like baseball has a, what, 1.8% positive test rate. Part of it with athletes is that they're all being forced to be tested. Right. A right? lot of people and are being tested. That's why they're finding more cases. That 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 feel great when they get tested. See, I I get all that. I'm not arguing that. I'm saying what the laws are and what the rules are. I, and the athletes, they're healthy. You know, it's going to be like a head cold. That's like I said the last time we were on. That these these guys who were testing positive, ninety percent of them feel fine. You know. The problem is who they pass it to. And if they get it and pass it to somebody who's compromised, it could kill them. And that's the dangerous part of this. And it could well, kill them quickly. It, it's the compromised people <laughs> who take a beating from this virus. Well, uh, you know, we'll take a break. We'll take a break. Control. It's yeah. not necessarily, they know the athletes are going to be fine. You know? That, yeah, we. It, I understand, but we have to take a break because it's four forty-seven, forty-six. <laughs> so we have to take a break. We'll come back with more in a moment here on News Radio ten seventy WKOK. Today's show brought to you by Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket with six flavors of slushies as well. And we're in the Sunbury Motors studio, Sunbury Motors Fourth Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia Roots 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. I feel badly I cut the king off, but we had to get the break in. <laughs> we had to get the break in. Sorry about that. <laughs> I think he quit. Huh? There he is. <laughs> no, <I'm here. laughs> yeah, we had game. to get the whatever. Yeah. Oh. yeah, we had to get the break in. Sorry about that. I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, that's all right. I just ramble. I wait all week long. I did a dumb thing today. <laughs> I went to your podcast. What was that? Very dumb thing. <laughs> That's no, I really inspiring to me. I never heard myself on the radio, and then I, I listened to me, and I said, oh, my God, <laughs> this is awful. I, the guys here are laughing at me. I'm like, man, I, I suck. Holy cow. Anyway. You're fine. That's fine. Everybody funny. loves you. Everybody okay, loves you. I can't first. wait for you to come on every week. Uh, you can go first. Okay. Which American was the youngest Olympic medalist when she won in Helsinki in 1952? Uh, 
gotta know this. Matt? Ah. Very up there. <laughs> yeah, I got yeah. nothing. I'm sorry. No, trust me, I wouldn't have got it. No. Steve-O? Um... Who? Tenley Albright. Are you ready for this? <laughs> Barbara Jones. <laughs> Barbara Jones. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh. why I picked it. That's our mother's That's name. That's good. Oh, okay. It's very hard name, to yes. picture her doing anything like that. <laughs> that is true. She was true. tricking us the whole time. She was an Olympic athlete. That's that gold thing I she... threw away when I cleaned the house out. <laughs> what is this thing? Uh, she she took golf lessons once. Yeah. And so yeah. she was in the backyard, and they gave her wiffle balls to hit. And we had a fenced-in yard. So she's hitting the, the wiffle balls. And, of course, they're not going anywhere. They're not designed to go anywhere. So she decides to put down a real golf ball, and she whacked it over the fence, and it went like three yards down. I'm like, hey, some shot. She's also can't that. Our parents went through this thing, Matt. It's unbelievable. In, in like a eight-year period, they, they suddenly they're going to golf, and they take golf lessons. Then they decide they're going to be disco dancers, and they take yep. disco lessons. <laughs> yep. And none of them they could do it all. <laughs> you had to see it, so you'd just be like, "Oh wow, that's really good, man." It's a dedication. <laughs> Especially my father, disco, and then he even got a nylon shirt. So. Yeah, I know he did. <laughs> Holy mackerel! Leisure suits. <laughs> Oh, boy. Oh, the good old days. Okay, next. <laughs> Go ahead, Matt. Uh, which player holds the distinction of being the all-time touchdown leader in NFL history? Uh, Jerry Rice. Kev? I was going to say Jerry Rice, but didn't somebody beat him this year? Um, uh, Jerry Rice is the correct answer. 208. Oh, okay. <laughs> Emmett Smith is second at 175. The New York Yankees stars Jerry Rice. The New York Yankees franchise did not start in New York. And what city did the New York Yankees franchise begin? Atlanta. Okay. Matt? Boston. Baltimore. They were the original Baltimore Orioles for two years and then went to New York and became the Highlanders, then the Yankees. Wow. What a question. Wow. Ding, ding, dong. Did not know that. All right. So now I'll I'll do the next round. Okay. In what city did the Baltimore Orioles begin? The current Baltimore Orioles. Atlanta. (laughs) Okay. Matt. Uh, I'm going to go Washington, D.C., that is. The St. Louis Browns. Wow. I try to stick to the regional thing, but eh, anyway. Uh, the University <laughs> of Florida. I'm sorry. 
Almost read the answer. Who was considered to be the biggest player to ever wear a Florida Gators uniform? The Vegas what? The biggest player to ever wear a Florida Gators uniform. Size-wise? Size-wise, yeah. Size and uh, height and uh, weight. I should know this. It's a former Steeler. I'll give you that hint. I didn't know. Let's see. Former Steeler. I don't know. Any guesses, I don't know. No, I don't know either. Max Starks. Max Starks, huh? 6'8", 350. Whoa. That's a big dude, and that's pretty solid. How long did he play there? Starks Uh, played for the Wild for the Steelers, right? Five, six years? Yeah, that sounds about right. What were Joe DiMaggio's two baseball-playing brothers called? Their names. Vince and Dominic. What he said. <laughs> ding, ding, dong. <laughs> Who won baseball's first World Series of the 80s? The Philadelphia Man, Phillies. Yeah. Yep, Philadelphia beat, beat Phillies. The Kansas City Royals. That's right. Yep, try and get Mike Schmidt. You got to keep it equal here. Mike Schmidt was the MVP. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> How many balls have they used in the game? <laughs> 78. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. If you sound confident in your answer, people believe you. <laughs> when it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle with a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way. The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. 